Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. In Philippians 1.27, Paul says, Just one thing, as citizens of heaven, Live your life worthy of the gospel of Christ. I remember reading that verse the first time and thinking, wait, what? How can someone possibly do that? That seems like an impossible standard. Paul, of course, doesn't mean we can earn God's grace, but God's grace should transform us. If you've ever wondered what it should look like when we're transformed by grace, I'm so glad you're joining us today on the Anchor Daily Podcast. My name is Matthew, and today we are covering the first two chapters of the book of Philippians. There's obviously a lot of text, so we can't cover everything in detail, but let's focus in on that call from verse 127, to live a life worthy of the gospel of Christ. Let me, let me remind us of an important truth. No one is actually worthy of the gospel. That is a part of what makes it such good news. We are sinners, undeserving of God's mercy and grace, but he has given us his unmerited favor through Jesus Christ. Once we have sinned, we can't pay God back somehow and make ourselves worthy? No. We need Jesus' sacrifice on the cross to count for us to pay the price that we could not pay. In Paul's writings, he is very clear on that, so that is obviously not what he means. Notice in 127, he says, as citizens of heaven, meaning he's operating from the assumption the readers are already believers. They know they are sinners saved by grace, and Paul's call is to have that grace transform the way that they live. That's the call for us as believers today, too. We are to live our lives so thankful for what Jesus has done that we are in an all-out pursuit of glorifying him. It becomes our heart's sole ambition, our driving purpose, and an all-consuming desire. As we take an overview of the first two chapters of Philippians, let's see how Paul lived that way and how he calls the Philippian church to live that way. First, we see a life worthy of the gospel is one of joy. Paul is writing this letter while arrested and awaiting his trial that will determine his fate. There is a chance that this trial will not go well for him and possibly cost him his life. But because Paul has the gospel and is living in an all-out pursuit of glorifying Jesus, he has joy. Listen to the words from 1, 3 through 5. He says, I give thanks to my God for every remembrance of you, always praying with joy for all of you in every prayer because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And in verse 118, he says, only that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. To be clear, this doesn't mean we will not ever be sad or angry as Christians. What it does mean, though, is that even in the worst of circumstances, we know we have something to be thankful for that brings joy, the gospel. Second, we see uh, that a life worthy of the gospel is one of purpose. Let's read 1, 20 through 21. It says, My eager expectation and hope is that I will not be ashamed about anything, but that now, as always, with all courage, Christ will be highly honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For me, to live is Christ and to die is Cain. That is a life of purpose. Paul knows what he's about, and that is honoring Christ no matter the cost. 
when we come to understand how good the gospel is, how can we do, desire to do anything less? Christ died for us. How can we not willingly say, I will gladly live for him? Third, we see this life worthy of the gospel as one of fellowship. Let's read 2, 1 through 4. It's such a great picture of what true Christian fellowship should look like. It says, If then there is any encouragement in Christ, if any consolation of love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, make my joy complete by thinking the same way, having the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look not only to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. Isn't that such a powerful description of what church should be? We know the heart of Jesus who lives selflessly for us, we now get to reflect that heart by living selflessly for one another. That's living a life worthy of the gospel. Friends, no one is truly worthy of the gospel. No one lives a life, even after becoming a believer, that is truly worthy of the gospel. But when we make that our life's aim, transformation happens. It gives us joy, gives us purpose, and it brings us into true fellowship. We have grace for our failings along the way, but let us commit to making this our aim, to live a life worthy of the gospel that glorifies Jesus in everything we do. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for the gospel. Thank you for the sacrifice your son Jesus made on the cross for us. We confess to you that we are completely unworthy of that sacrifice, but we are so thankful. We also confess today our desire to live a life that reflects that thankfulness. We invite you to transform us by your grace from the inside to the out so that everything we do would bring you glory. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.